1: everyone. Welcome to Vent Time with Connie Podcast. Um, this is your host, Connie. Um, Today is a new series, Entrepreneur Series, which is a brand new series. And this series only premieres on Facebook Live and YouTube at 2.30 p.m. Central Time, biweekly on Saturday. So what is Entrepreneur? Entrepreneur Series is going to be a safe place for us to discover different ways to make money, which is starting a new business that can yield profitable revenue. Think of this as a fresh start to a brighter future for you and your family. So today's topic will be startup entrepreneur, and um, in this interview, I held this I held in this interview I held this past Saturday. I talked to Mark Newsom and we talked about startup entrepreneur. Enjoy this interview and I'll talk to you guys next week. So, guys, without wasting too much time, let's dive into the topic of today, which is startup entrepreneur. And I do have a guest today. He's a cash flow generation specialist. He re- he routinely helps semi-cash striped. Small business owners and or service providers, both on and offline, generate or discover previously hidden profit centers within their business or service by strategically maximizing once considered completely dead or grossly underutilized non-traditional assets and or resources. I'm talking about Mark Nielsen, aka Mr. Marketing. Hi, Mark. How are you doing today?
2: I'm great. Thank you for that awesome introduction.
1: <laughs> no problem. No problem. So, Mr. Marketing, what was the story behind that? How did you start calling yourself that? Like, was someone calling that to you before, or you just decided to embrace it? Tell us the story. Well, it's, behind it's it. kind
2: of a it's, it's an interesting question. It's kind of a combination of a couple of things. I okay. started out, pardon me, in another niche that I'm actually still pretty active in. And a good buddy of mine, Bill, mm-hmm. mentioned to me, he said, Mark, you know, a lot of the stuff you're teaching for this really thin little niche could apply to so many small business owners. Yes. He said, man, you you have a lot of marketing concepts. He said, you're like a, a, a marketing savant. You should start calling yourself Mr. Marketing. Okay. <laughs> and I liked it. I thought it was catchy. And I said, yes. and I come to find out there are several people who do use that moniker. But I thought, yeah, I like that. So it just mm-hmm. sort of stuck. And I've been running with it ever since.
1: Oh, wow. Because I like the name Mr. Marketing. Like That's a cool nickname. Okay, yeah, it,
2: is. it really is.
1: <laughs> yeah. OK, so uh, we have a lot to talk about. So okay. I would love for us to dive right into the topic of today, which is Startup Entrepreneur. How um, can you help us break down what it means to be a startup entrepreneur?
2: I sure can. And first, here's the first thing, ladies and gentlemen, don't think of yourself as simply a startup. You know, right now. And here's why here's why I'm saying that there's so. See, if you ingrain in your mindset, certain things you start to it starts to manifest out here. And so what I mean is, here's what I want you to think about. Right now is an unprecedented opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the seven-figure coaches that I follow, he pointed this out in a webinar recently. Think about this. Listen to this. The uh, Zoom platform, prior to the virus, they admitted they had 10 million users worldwide. Now, I'd be willing to guess 80 to 90% of those are using the free service, right? But here's the point. Since the virus, 300 million users worldwide are now using Zoom, which means more people are online right now looking for what you provide because you're an expert. I don't care if you're a service provider, you got a product, you got a business. People are online desperately looking for solutions. They've been laid off. Some of them have been laid off permanently. They need uh, an alternative. The alternative that you and I provide. So I'm saying not to say this. Can I share with your audience what I like to refer to as the magic question?
1: Yes, please. Okay,
2: do. I'm. We're going to find out right here live, ladies and gentlemen, if Mister Marketing has goods. I'm going to pose a question to you, and you give your honest answer. Fair enough?
1: Yeah, sure. Okay.
2: Is it okay to periodically refer you new business? I'm
1: sorry. Ask that again.
2: Is it okay to periodically refer you new business?
1: That's yes, definitely. That's Ladies what we and are here for.
2: <laughs> did you hear that? She's open. Here's what I'm telling you right now. Oh, and by the same token, as long as it doesn't take away from anything you're doing right now or will be doing in the future, are you okay with periodically returning the favor? Yes. There you go. So here's, let me translate this, because some of you, unfortunately, you can see the tree, but not the forest of opportunity. Let me tell you what this really means. Even if you don't know right now how you're gonna network with her or me, get yourself in position that when the opportunity is right, you can come to us because we've already given you permission, said, yes, I'm open. Dig the well now, while you're not thirsty. So that when the time comes, you'll be able to sit an opportunity in front of us that's right for us, and we'll say, yeah, Mark, that sounds good. So let me tell you how you do that, because you're saying, okay, I, I get the theory. Mark, what specifically am I gonna do? You're gonna start with the current vendors you have, and you're gonna also use the future vendors, and you're gonna also use your current and future employees and, uh, associates, whether they're full or part time. Now, let me give you a simple example to really bring this home. Let's suppose you own a printing business, right? Mom and pop, you're not franchised. Okay. You don't got the big money behind you. You don't have corporate America behind you. You are a single location mom and pop printer and you're rocking and rolling along. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to offer a free drawing to the local business owners and service providers only initially, not the general public. Here's why we want business and service providers. Let's say, and you wanna do something that's gonna get their attention. I'm gonna show you a couple of ways to spend this, but I want you to see this first. You're gonna offer $500 worth of printing and the grand prize winner gets to use it any way they want. In other words, they could use it all or they could use 100, 150 until they use All of the credit. But here's a caveat they have to use it within a year of it being first initially applied. So, in other words, today, whatever today's date is, the 11th, they got to use it by this time next year or they they forfeit it. Now, follow this $500 worth of printing will get these local business owners to either A, put their card in a fishbowl or B, this makes more sense. If you could use SMX, in other words, te- a text messaging service, this is even better. Or let's say you use opt-in email. Now, ladies and gentlemen, understand something. You do not need a traditional website to use opt-in email. What, what are you talking about, Mark? I use AWeber. Some of you may be familiar with that. Are you familiar with that one, AWeber? A. I don't know if you're familiar with that one. No,
1: is it a webinar or something?
2: No, no. AWeber is it's a uh, email's paid email service provider now AWeber is will offer what's called self-hosting and that's just a fancy way of saying you can set up your own lead capture page on their system hmm. and what you probably need to do is buy a separate domain because if you use their platform it's going to say aweber.com uh question mark three eight six eight five nobody's going to remember that website so you would get a website like uh uh Winfreeprintingnow.com. I'm just making this up to make an example That's not the best domain name. I get it But the point is you'd buy that domain name and then you would redirect it so that when I type that into the browser Boom, it's going to take you to this capture page where it's going to tell you you can win free $500 x amount of printing Uh, and here's you know and sign up for the details blah 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 now. Here's the point They go to that website. They're on your email list, right?
1: yes
2: now 30 days, 90 days out, you're going to pick a grand prize winner. Now, here's my question to you, entrepreneur. Let's say you get, in 90 days, let's say you get 1,000 local business owners, who are customers of yours, who come into the store. Now, again, not individuals. You'll have something separate for individuals if they want to enter your drawing. But for now, you want business owners, and I'll tell you why in a minute. 1,000 of them sign up. Only one is the grand prize winner. What do we do with the other 999? Do you just blow them off? Of course not. You've got them on your database. So you send them, get this, this is the subject line. Congratulations, exclamation point. Say what? That probably will get you to click that that, that uh, email and open it. It's going to say, unfortunately, you weren't the first grand prize winner. But you have won an incredibly valuable time Sensitive second grand prize worth X. What is the second grand prize? I'm going to give you X percent off in printing if you do two things. Number one, you drag another business owner with you when you come in to place an order, and I'll give you anywhere from 15 to 25 percent off based upon what your total lifetime customer value is per customer. What are you talking about, Mark? The average customer that is a lifetime uh, customer, they don't spend money with you one time, do they? Like, in other words, the people who listen to your podcast, they don't just listen to one podcast, right? They download, listen, and they're continuous. So these customers are incredibly valuable because they're not just going to spend money with you one time. They're going to spend money with you over time which means you don't have to advertise and promote over and over and over, trying to get new customers. You just take the customers you have and you ethically bribe them to come back. Now that's the easy way to, excuse me, not the easy way. That's the first way to do it. But now follow this. What if our host is a C, uh, what's your CFP, Certified Financial Planner? She's looking for business owners and service providers to you know, help them with their finances, structure their business, and all that fancy stuff. In reality, she's going to put up the five hundred dollars. She's going to let you offer it to your customers, but behind the scenes, she's funding it. Now, here's what happens: the same situation. Somebody's going to win the grand prize. The printer's also going to send this follow-up email to let all the people who didn't win know they won something. But here's a second prize, an additional second prize they're going to get. She's going to offer them a free 45 minute to six or excuse me, 45 to 90 minute free consultation on how to make sure their business is structured right. Now, why is she doing that? Because she knows statistically for every X amount of these free uh, 45 minute sessions she does. She's going to pick up a client that's worth thirty five hundred dollars to five thousand dollars a year. And her ideal client stays five to seven years. So you can easily see why she can invest that $500 or $1,000 in printing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, if you use the free drawing strategy, hook with another local business owner, service provider, there, and remember, you can cross promote with her because she can send out a uh, message to her list and say, hey, I just put together An arrangement with my printer, if you're a first-time customer and you come to his business before this date, he's going to give you X percent off your first order. If you spend over $50, he's going to do X, X, and X. This kind of cross-promotion, strategic alliance, whatever term floats your boat, will allow your small business, my small business, her small business to explode. In fact, think of it this way. I asked her before we came on live, where else is this streaming? She told me Facebook. uh, And what what was the other one? YouTube. YouTube. So here's the point What if she was only streaming on this one platform? Look at what she'd be missing out on. By adding YouTube and uh, Facebook, look at the leverage. One message reaching a ton of people. This is the exact same way you and i expand now let me give you another example is this by the way is this making sense because i don't want to keep going if it
1: no it is making okay,
2: sense. okay all right thank you let me show you a simple example now, let's be honest most business owners now offline i'm gonna say most of the young business owners online are young people say under 40 but offline they have a tendency to be older and they're old school and their mentality is i don't have time for social media I don't have a website. I don't have email. Okay, fine. Let me show you how you can still leverage the internet without a website, without email. Is this not interesting? Follow this. Let's suppose she has a bakery. Okay. And across the street, I have an appliance uh, business. And I'm a single, I'm a single location, non-franchise business owner just like her. But Mm -hmm. she and I know each other because we're both in the chamber of commerce, local chamber of commerce. And I come over one day and I I buy an order for the for the Monday meeting, you know. I buy coffee and the the bagels and the donuts and all that. And so we're on a first name basis and we talk. You know, how's it going? You know, what's going on? Are you guys uh, surviving? uh, You know, through COVID and everything. And I say to her, I say, "Listen, is it okay for me to periodically refer you some new business?" And she's like, "Of course." So here's what I tell her. I have an email list of uh, 3,500 local people. It's like, okay, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna create an extremely time sensitive discount coupon that you get to approve. And I'm gonna send this out to my list and I'm gonna tell them to get over to your bakery. And simply for dragging a friend, she's gonna automatically put you into a drawing. So when your birthday comes up, excuse me, you win one of her top made gourmet cakes. But that's only if you drag a friend. Now, let's say I sent 3,500 emails out and a thousand of them open them, and 40% of the 1,400 first time customers walk through her door. She didn't advertise for them. She doesn't have email. She doesn't have text. But her gross bottom line profit just went up several ways. First, This is new money coming through the door. And it's not 80 percent advertising promotional cost. Instead, it's 80 percent profit and 20 percent cost. That's where we want to be. Right. But here's the next thing. Some of those customers have kids. Yeah. She can sell them a birthday cake. Some of those customers like to drink gourmet coffee. So here's what she does. She starts buying plastic mugs. Follow this now. These large, big gold, plastic golds that say cost her $2. The first time you come into her store to buy, and she only sells large coffee. This is it, large gourmet coffee. So she finds a, a gourmet coffee uh, deliverer in the area. She only had no large, I mean, excuse me, no small, no medium. The first time you buy its four seventy $4.79, $4.79. But she gives you this plastic mug. And when you come back from now on with the plastic mug, that same big gulp only costs you a dollar How often are you going to come back now to her bakery? You can go to uh, what's, what is it, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and pay five dollars and twenty-nine cents if you want. Why wouldn't you come back to her bakery for a dollar twenty-nine? And think about this. You know if that coffee only costs you $1.29 a cup going forward you're not just gonna buy a large coffee You're gonna buy a couple of bagels a couple of bagels with cream cheese a couple of donuts a couple of pastries And then she, here's what she's gonna do She's gonna create a laminated card. It's two-sided And on side b she's gonna put down these dates Your birthday now ladies not the year just the month and the day you were born Your wedding anniversary, if that applies, your uh, uh, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day and Father's Day. And when you come in on those days, they just take a a, a hole punch and hole punch. it. So that means you've used that. one. And at the end of the year, if you want to renew it, it's two bucks. Now, the point is, she's potentially got five ways to get you in that store. But more importantly, she's got you yapping it up to your friends and family and on social media bragging about how you get a, a big gulp cup of coffee for $1.29 when everybody else is paying $4.79. And people say, what are you talking about? She, they show there at work. They show the cost. They say, see this right here? You pay $4.79 or X the first time. Then from now on, whoever brings it in, that's the other thing. It doesn't matter who brings it in. She doesn't care who brings it in, but whoever brings it in, they only pay $1.29. And that is only costing you 79 cents. So you're still making a small little profit there, but your main profit is gonna be made on all the additional products and services. And again, what triggered this? Me and four other vendors who were within a five block radius of her business, sending an email or a text to our list. She doesn't have a list. She doesn't wanna be bothered. She's not on social media. She said, I don't have time for Twitter. I'm running a business. She doesn't have to. The people around her who have this, these these uh, resources, they can use it. And oh, here's the other thing: that plastic big goat cup. She's going to make sure my everybody in my business, all employees, they're going to get one. I'm going to get one, and the other vendors she's going to have going to get one. Which means we're going to be piling into her store. On certain days, and here's the other thing she's going to do that's really smart. On her slowest days of the year, let's say Tuesday and Thursday, I'm just making this up. Let's say it's Tuesday and Thursday. That's the day anybody who buys a large cup of coffee, let's say the first 20 people through the door, unbeknownst to them, they're going to get a big gulp cup of coffee for a dollar. I'm paying for it. The retailer. Why would I do this? Because she's going to hand you an envelope that says, "Get this." On the outside of the envelope, in big red letters and parentheses, "You definitely deserve this!" Exclamation point. Now, what do you think the average person is going to do when they get an envelope that says, "Sealed"? You definitely deserve this! Exclamation point. What do you think they're going to do?
1: They're going to be happy. <laughs> they're going
2: to rip it open, right? And inside, it's going to be an extremely time-sensitive discount coupon for them to come to my appliance store. If they come alone, they save 10% up to $500. And again, ladies and gentlemen, these numbers are not etched in stone. Get the concept. In other words, I'm saying 8 plus 2. She's saying 7 plus 3. The next expert says 6 plus 4. Mathematically, that's all 10. So I want you to see the concept, not just the specific examples, but I'm giving you examples in case you are saying, well, Mark, how would I apply this? That's why I'm giving you these examples. But to get back to my example, I'm going to buy 25 large cups of coffee on a certain day, her slowest days, because I want the word to get out. So they'll come to her store on those days. So it will lift up the revenue on her slower days. That's the concept. I'm going to buy 25, 50, maybe 100. Uh large cups of coffee that she's gonna provide But it's only gonna cost whatever her hard cost is so i'm just saying two dollars So let's say it's a 100 i'm gonna give her 200 dollars. She's gonna give these people the first 25 will come in and buy a large coffee or 100 or whatever it is They're gonna get it for a dollar Right, so she still made a dollar but the point is they're gonna leave and they're gonna go back to work and say hey I just went down to such and such's bakery and I got this large, big goat for two dollars. And what do you think the co-workers are going to say? Some of them. I'm going to go check it out. And that's what you want. Now, again, she's not using social media. She's not using direct mail. And there's nothing wrong with any of those things. And let me say something while we're talking about social media. Ladies and gentlemen, get this through your head. When it comes to marketing using social media, you and I are tenants. Mark Zuckerberg is the landlord. He owns Facebook. They can change the rules tomorrow and we're out. In fact, I'll make a prediction and she can verify this. During the time we're on this podcast, somebody got their account shut down. (laughs) Guaranteed, guaranteed. Should you be rocking uh, social media? Absolutely. But you need your own home. That's why I have a self hosted WordPress blog. Or you need to build your own list, either online through email or text message, or offline through text message or email. But you need your own database. Because you never know when Facebook gets a new director of marketing and they decide they don't like what we're doing and shut your account down It happens every day Don't box yourself in and say well I only rock social media because you are the titanic and your ship is going to get sank All right, so i'm i'm deadly serious about that you better diversify do not rely strictly on social media because we do not own or control those platforms they're controlled and um, again we're the tenant the landlord comes say you know what your lease is up i've decided not to renew it you need to be out in 30 days yes is yeah. a
1: yeah to add to what you're saying to social media to there's rules there's some things that you cannot put in there you have to f- abide by their rules that's right that's why what you're saying is very correct because you need to have another ways that you can uh, market your business
2: absolutely so let's take this a step further because i want to show you something let's suppose now we're gonna switch up you know she owns this bakery now we're gonna make you a hairdresser okay <laughs> <Do you laughs> see how entrepreneurial she is girl I got it going on now i want you to follow this you service providers you you you, you uh you, 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 mom and pop service providers. Let's say she has a hair salon. Two doors down is a deluxe women facial treatment center. I will bet dime to donuts, ninety nine percent of them are not strategically cross promoting each other. What do you mean, Mark? The upsell in the women's facial hair, uh, uh, facial deluxe center treatment center should be. If you spend over X you get this extremely time-sensitive discount coupon to go down to her hair salon and and get your dude hooked up. Her upsell is you spend over X amount of dollars with her and she gives you this extremely time-sensitive gift certificate to go down to the uh, Women's Facial, uh, Facial Deluxe Treatment Center. Now, follow this, if you go alone to the treatment center is 10% off at the time of redemption. Simply for dragging a female friend with you who's at least 18, the facial deluxe treatment are gonna give you both facials, which is a $47 value each times two. So this is a $94 value. Now, in case you're wondering, you say, okay, well, Martin, how did they benefit from giving away a free facial? The back end of it is this. They've already done the math, and here's what they know. For every X amount of women that sit in those chairs, a certain percentage of you are going to, before you get up, you're going to spend anywhere between $75 and $400 on creams, moisturizers, lip balms, and all this other stuff that, you know, the ladies love to do, so they know it's worth it to give away this lead magnet, if you will, up front for free. But here's, let's take a step further. Here's what else both of them should do. Every employee, let's face it, in a hair hair salon, it's probably going to be mostly women, and this could apply to a nail salon place too, ladies, but every lady in that shop, the deluxe facial treatment center should give them all facials. So they'll be walking, talking billboards. Number two, The facial deluxe treat or massage uh, parlor, they should get their hair done at cost at her shop. So when they go back to their place of employment and amongst their, you know, where they socialize, the girl's going to say, girl, where did you get your hair hooked up? I love that. And she's going to say such and such as hair salon. It's that simple. Cross promotion. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't begin to tell you how it's virtually, I won't say no cost, but it's virtually cost-free, it'll create a ton of word of mouth, a ton, because these ladies are going to jump on Instagram, Facebook, and they're going to say, how do you like my new dude? I got hooked up at such and such's place. When she goes back to work, her girlfriend's going to say, girl, where did you get your hair or your nails done? And they're going to want to get a a free first time customer discount. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if that didn't impress you, I know this next one will or something's wrong. Let's suppose I am a retail jeweler. Right. I'm a single location. I'm not franchise. Here's what I'm going to do for her in her uh, uh, hair salon. I'm gonna go because we're, we're friends. Let's say my wife and her are best besties; they're best friends. So I'm gonna go over to her shop. I'm gonna take two pictures of twenty five hundred dollar diamond studded necklaces. Right? You get the you get the image of that. And I'm gonna ask her. I'm gonna say, "If you could get either one of these at cost, which one would you want, and why?" She says, well, "That one." You know, jewel, uh, necklace A. I say, "I tell you what I do. This normally retails for twenty five hundred dollars. You can go to my website or you can come in the store and check." but it only cost me $1,200. I'll give it to you at cost, $1,200, $200 down, $200 a month till you pay it off, no interest. She says, okay, why would I do that? Well, her customer base is my ideal customer. I want her wearing my bling, so when she's doing this lady's hair, at some point that lady's gonna say, girl, where did you get that necklace? And she'll say, you know that jeweler place down, two doors down? Yeah, Mark's. He hooked me up. She's gonna pull out some special direct response, and we don't have time to get into that, but it's not a regular business card. I'm gonna have some special business cards, two-sided business card baby. She's gonna hand this to the lady. She's gonna flip it over, she's gonna look at the calendar, and she's gonna count 10 days, not 10 business days, 10 days out. She's gonna say, if you go to Mark's jeweler before this date, you can save 10% off. Up to your first five hundred dollars, but girls simply for dragging another female you who's at least 18 It turns into up to fifteen hundred dollars and he'll give you forty percent off your first purchase and they're like what? You know what I mean? So the point is Every female who has a chair in her uh, salon I'm not gonna hook them up as good as I hooked her up because she's the owner But i'm gonna give them some four hundred fifty dollar earrings that they can get at cost two hundred dollars If they drag a friend with them to my shop. Now, fast forward. I got five beautiful women rocking my bling. And they all see 10 women a day. And they all got these cards. And they all tell them the same spiel. You go alone, you save 10% up to the first $500. You drag somebody with your girl, he'll let you buy up to $1,500 and save 40% off your first purchase. Now, if they're serious about getting hooked up, you know, a percentage of those women are going to drag somebody, right? Yes. Absolutely. Now let's take it a step further. It's summertime right now. I'm going to send her a text message and say, hey, I'm sending over a private caterer that's going to barbecue right in your spot. What do you want? She says, you know, hold on. Ask the girl, what do you want? Mark's, it's it's all Mark. So they say we want this. We want that. We want this. I send it. I pay for it. Because remember, my ideal customer is worth a low, if you can call it that, of $400 to a high of $13,000 over a five to seven year period. I got plenty of spread. And I'm trying to make an impression. I'm trying to do two things. I want the women in her shop to go back to their spot bragging about her hair salon I want them to come into the hair salon more often so she can give them a card that directs them back to me. So I'm going to cook them up with barbecue. Uh, here's what I'm going to do for her in the winter. In the winter time, I'm going to find the best gourmet coffee in the area. And every month I'm going to supply her with a 20 pound bag. And that's for her, her uh, stylist and her customers. And when they sip the coffee, it's gourmet coffee. They say, girl, where did you get this coffee? She's going to say, oh, I can pay for that. My jeweler paid for it. They're, what you jeweler, what are you talking about? You know that guy two doors down, Mark? Oh, yeah, I've never been in there. Girl, you better get in there. He did this. And by the way, you see that seven-foot teddy bear over there in the corner? The lady killer? I bought that, and I put that in. So all the ladies come in and say, oh, look at that beautiful teddy bear. Who sent that? Your husband? Your boyfriend? She says, no. The guy that I buy my jewelry from, Mark. He did that. They go, what? Now, here's the other thing I do. On each one of these ladies' birthdays, I send a box of gourmet chocolate by courier, a dozen roses, and a three-foot teddy bear. On their birthday. Now, why would I do that? Because when they're sitting there, oh when they're sitting there and the flowers are there, everybody's assuming their husband and her boyfriend did it, and maybe their husband and boyfriend sent flowers too. But the point is, they're gonna say, the jeweler bought those that candy that we're enjoying, and the flowers and the three-foot teddy bear. Now, every year I won't do the teddy bear, but first year, you know, I'll do it. But the point is that simple little investment. It's creating a ton of mouth because some of the ladies are going to whip their phones out, take a picture, send it to their girlfriends. And then the girlfriend is going to say, where are you at? And you're going to say, I'm at such and such as a uh, hair salon and the jeweler. I'm getting serious word of mouth. Whereas right now, ladies and gentlemen, whether you realize it or not, in your local area, you know what's happening right now as we're doing this? Somebody spent an awful lot of money for a television ad, a radio ad, and you and I didn't see either one of them. And they're out that money. My way, I'm going to have people talking about this or your major competitors doing this, talking about it for a long time. When she sits down for Thanksgiving dinner and Christmas and birthdays, she is going to be bragging about, well, first of all, she won't be able to get much word in because everybody's going to know where she got those earrings and her necklace. Okay. That's the first thing. But the point is, This is going to create a ton of word of mouth that's going to put money in my pocket. It's building her business because where else can these ladies go? And remember, I'm going to buy enough barbecue with the caterer that her her customers can eat. I want them to eat. Where else can I get this kind of word of mouth and pop for such a small investment? Nowhere. Do you really think your local radio ad is going to have people talking like this? It will not. Here's something else. My local competitor, they spend twenty five thousand dollars a month for a local billboard ad that you drive by 60 miles an hour, barely see. (laughs) And if you do see it, you're not paying any attention to it. Guess what I do for that twenty five thousand dollars that I used to waste on uh, a local billboard ad. If you, in fact, let me do the math so I don't get this messed up. Follow this 25,000 divided by 200. That's the cost of those $400, $450 earrings, hard cost. If I divide 25,000 by 200, I get 125. I can allow 125 local women to walk around with some $450 earrings that my hard cost is $200. 125, because each woman knows 25 women, turns into 3,125 times 30, meaning 0.3 of those people will become customers. 937 women are going to become first-time customers. And let's say 937 times, let's say the average buy-in is 450, Four hundred. $421,650 on the front end, meaning the first sale. Some of them are gonna come back because they're married, anniversaries, some of them are gonna get gifts for aunts, uh, nephews, maybe the aunt, I mean, excuse me, maybe the, the uh niece or nephew graduated law school, graduated high school, graduated college, uh is it started nursing school, dental school, chiropractic, whatever the case may be. So they're gonna be buying additional bling from me that I don't have to spend the traditional 500% in order to capture them as a first-time customer. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you can see this. This is powerful stuff. And to take it a step further, here's what we're going to do to make it really interesting. Every woman in her shop, current and future, because remember, these women move on. They don't all stay there for five or 10 years. Every one of them, right? When they move, they still have this story to tell, do they not? They get to their new employer. They're wearing this blank. What do you think the people in the new place want to know? That's right. (laughs) Where did they get this blank? So do you see how you're getting some serious leverage, marketing leverage for literally pennies on the dollar? But here's what I want to share with you. Every one of the women in her her who has a chair in her shop, we're gonna create a contest every week. Whichever person has the most referrals—in other words, people come into my uh, uh, jewelry business and actually buy—you know—whoever has the most, not who, who, who produces the most gross income for you, but whoever has the most individual referrals, paying customers—I'm gonna pay their uh chair fee for the week. Every time they come in first after that, I'm gonna pay double my cashier's check. So in other words, let's say their their chair costs them 175 dollars a week. I'm just making this up. I don't know what they actually cost me. it's 200 maybe it's 250. whatever the number is, I'm gonna pay them 250 if they come in first and I'm only, I only play for first. The next week, let's say they come in first again, they get $500 or in other words, whatever their fee is double and it stays that way. And here's what I'm going to do for the owner. I'm going to tell her every time in a month, you send me at least 25 customers, her person, you send me 25 customers, I will pay your lease for the month. Now, again, at one point I was... Spending $25,000 a month on these billboards We're doing anything If her lease is commercial lease is $3,500 a month It may not even be that high I'll gladly pay her $3,500 Because she's bringing in 25 first time paying customers Who A Some percentage, not all Some percentage will become long term repeat customers B On top of that they're. Go- you think she won't When she goes to the next Chamber of Commerce meeting Is not going to mention the fact that her lease got paid this month by her jeweler. Say, what? What are you talking about? Right? And they're gonna say, girl, what are you talking about? She said, Oh, my jeweler, Mark, who, what's what your jeweler? They're gonna reach out to me, and if nothing else, I can sell them some bling at cost. And the cycle's gonna start all over again. She's gonna go to her professional and and, and uh, personal circle of influence. They're gonna say, Girl, what's the story? I saw the text you sent, those earrings are slamming. She's going to say, well, I went to this jeweler, Mark, through my friend who owns the hair salon. Ladies and gentlemen, please tell me you can see this. Now, we don't have to be that highfalutin. Let me show you something simple. Let's suppose you own a local corner Uh, Store, you know mom-and-pop retail store, you know practically every city. I won't say town But practically every city has these on the corner, right? You know this mom-and-pop store You can buy a sub a sub sandwich at lunchtime or pizza and you can buy coffee in the morning And you know they sell butter and eggs and all stuff. and it's like kind of overpriced, you know Because they can't buy the stuff in bulk the way a you know, a Walmart could but here's what you could do You can use my coffee club concept. What's the coffee club mark? Same concept Instead of trying to uh, have people spend four seventy nine or five dollars for a big gulp, you're gonna go find the best gourmet coffee your budget can afford. You're gonna buy these mugs, and the first time they buy, they spend four seventy nine, whatever it costs. But you tell them from now on, when you bring that coffee, when you bring that mug back, or whoever comes in the door with that mug, meaning they could give it to a friend, whoever comes in the door with that mug, you only pay ninety nine cents. For refill. Now think about that. They can get a large big cup of coffee. Because they got to bring the cup now. So they pay 99 cents. While they're in there. I guarantee you. They're going to pick up some bagels. Some donuts. An egg sandwich. Something. Other than just. Now a few will come in no doubt. And just get the coffee. But you're playing the numbers here. The vast majority will not. They're going to spend more money. So that's how. He, oh, I meant to say this. Let's say your store is across the street from the hair or the nail salon or both. You make sure when those people come in there, they know about your coffee club, so that they can come to your store practically every day with the mug to get their coffee. In the winter time, I'm mean, excuse me, in the summertime, it's going to be lemonade or iced tea. The point is, they're going to be able to get that refill from now on. For a whole lot less, which means they'll come to your store rather than stop at Dunkin Donuts or somewhere else And they're gonna spend more money Ladies and gentlemen, that's how a small business Becomes a large business. In fact, think about this. I was just telling her before we came online I don't get podcasts. Everybody says it's easy. I don't get it. But here's what I do understand I can appear as a guest on somebody like her who's an expert who knows how to run these She knows how to uh Uh, stream on Facebook uh, simultaneously and uh, YouTube YouTube. and as a result I Get exposed to a whole lot more people that 99.9% of you would never have heard of me had I not appeared on her podcast. This is called leverage Everybody needs leverage and the way you get it is by she was you you heard the, the biblical verse she said, Galatians, I think it was six and nine or nine and six. You and I are put here to serve, and the better you learn to serve, the more prosperous you become. That's true. That's just how it works. See, here's what's happening with most of you. You're paying a, so much for a click to go on Facebook. I mean, to have somebody click on your ad on Facebook. The person clicking on your ad doesn't know you. The care less. Yeah, they clicked on your ad. They took a quick look and they left. Mm-hmm. You're out that money. Let's suppose. And I hope this is not the case, but let's suppose after appearing on our show. Nobody's interested in what I have. Other than my time, you tell me where my cost is. Hello. That's what we're talking about here, ladies and gentlemen. That's leverage. And I want to get you to start using it and seeing it in a whole nother way than you've currently been seeing it. So I'm telling you, if you take the service mindset and start applying that to your business and your service, you're going to find a lot more doors open. You heard her say earlier, she was open to me periodically referring her new business. That's telling you the door, the pendulum is wide open. So you dig your well before you're thirsty, meaning you get these situations set up so that when you have the vehicle to bring to us, then it's not that hard. And by the way, don't let's say there's a business across the street. You've never done business with, you know, you don't go across the street to the owner throwing up on them verbally like what trying to share all this stuff. I'm sharing with you because they don't know you. They don't like you. they Don't trust you yet. You start with the vendors you have, because remember, those vendors have customers and employees. Who can and should be accessing your products. So here's the other thing. If you don't use your own free drawing, collaborate with other local businesses, get them to put the free drawing together and let your product or service be a secondary gift. Hook their entire employee base up, hook the owner up because the owner knows other owners. Yeah. So when they're at a, a. a, a uh, uh, Chamber of Commerce meeting or some old meetup or whatever, they'll blurt out what they're doing with you. People say, What? Like, for instance, I'm hoping some of you are going to say, Wow, Mark, this is really interesting. I've got a podcast that's based on entrepreneurship. Would you like to be a guest? Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's part of the reason why I'm here. The other reason why I'm looking for clients like everybody else. Hopefully something I've said is sparked some new ways of you looking at things and you probably don't see the whole totality of what could happen. That's why she said in there, I help you find what you thought were previously. Underutilized or dead assets. And we're going to bring them back to life and show you where the money is so that we both benefit. And that's the other thing I offer, ladies and gentlemen. So let me just say this as a shameless plug. If you're a retail jeweler or a retail appliance center, please, when she shows my blog uh, uh, address, please go to my blog to the contact page, put in the subject line revenue share opportunity. If you're in the States, I start, we'll start with people in the United States first, right? and somewhere in there, put your phone number, area code, and your time zone. Send me a message, I will get back to you. And if we need to get on Zoom or we can just do a 15 minute mini power consultation, we look around and see if, you know, we got anything in common or what we can do. But the point is, there's probably some assets and resources you don't see that you can and should be tapping into. And what I normally do on revenue shares for every dollar I bring you, you didn't have, you normally compensate me with 25% or you show me another way that you could compensate me that's worth my while and we can move forward. Please forgive that shameless plug. But the point is, what I'm trying to say to you is this. You have no idea right now. The unprecedented opportunity that is available to you with just a slight shift in mindset. So don't, don't think of yourself as a startup, okay? Because you're, 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 you're contracting your thinking. I want you to think of yourself as a potential distribution center. What are you distributing? That's up to you. Okay. Here's an example, ladies and gentlemen. Let me show you something. Let's say our podcast host, let's say I own a mom and pop store. She comes into my store every morning, or every couple of days, and she buys a large cup of coffee and a couple of donuts. So we're on a first name basis. Hey, how's it going? How's the kids? You know, how's the career? How's my all that, you know? And two days from now, she comes in and she says, Mark. Yesterday, I closed on a, uh, excuse me, not close. I went out and purchased on a closeout a $7,500 uh, home entertainment system. I'm like, wow, really? It's awesome. Man, this thing is beautiful. And everybody loves it. Now, let me ask you a question Which transaction was more valuable? The large cup of coffee and the two donuts she bought from me, or buying that $7,500 home entertainment system? That was normally ten thousand dollars. We both know the answers Obviously, It's the home entertainment system. Now here's my question to you what if I as the small business corner store owner gave her the discount extremely time-sensitive discounted coupon that took her to that appliance center and she ultimately bought that stereo from if you were the appliance dealer would you rather go on local radio, primetime, local television, primetime, a Sunday newspaper insert ad, a throwaway guide and spend five hundred to eight hundred dollars to twelve hundred dollars a lead? Or would you rather pay me fifty dollars for that lead? Mm-hmm. Hello. So that's why I'm telling you, don't think of yourself as a small business or a startup. That's just a label that you're giving yourself in your mind. No. You're a distribution center. what you distribute that remains to be seen yeah you have a small business you're running but that's not all you are that's a small component of who you are and who you're going to become but that won't happen if you say i'm a small business owner i'm a service I'm, I'm, i'm a startup and is that all you are no So my point is, what I'm trying to get you to see is you got the power right now and the potential to move your business forward in a lot of ways and your service. The question is, are you up for the challenge? Yes. Right? That remains to be seen. We don't know. I'm telling you, I've given you more than enough gold in this short little time we spent together for you to move off center big time. Starting tomorrow. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, do you, have you learned the powerful lesson that McDonald's has taught us about making money? And I'm being kind of mysterious in a way. You all know this strategy. You walk into McDonald's. I walk into McDonald's. She walks in McDonald's and says, I'll have the uh, quarter pounder with cheese and the strawberry shake. And what does the train cashier automatically come back and say? Would you like fries with that? <laughs> yeah. Now, notice that simple six word phrase worldwide, ladies and gentlemen, puts extra tens of billions of dollars a year in McDonald's pocket that McDonald's didn't have to go on the radio, or the television, umpteen times to get us to spend more money. And notice they don't discount it. They're getting retail and then they take it a step further. How so, Mark? As soon as you and I say yes, and remember 10 to 40%. So, in other words, 10 people come in, between one and four people will say yes to the, uh, I like prize with that. McDonald's comes back and says, supersize you. Boom. They just put an additional amount of gross profit in their pocket that they didn't have to advertise for. So, the point being, you and I should be using what you call, some people call it add on sales, upsells, bumps, whatever you want to call it. You have got to start using it. Or oh, I like to say it this way: If it's good enough for McDonald's, and they're a multi-billion-dollar corporation, even though we know individual franchisees, you know, own the franchise, but the corporation, because everybody pays fees, to, you know, to, to the family. If it's good enough for McDonald's, why isn't it good enough for you? You know says so don't turn your nose up to this. This is some serious simple way to make money And let me show you how you can apply this another way Let's suppose one of your vendors Sends out direct mail. I'm, I'm sorry. They, they they send out some of their orders through mail Your time-sensitive offer should be in there Something non-competing that complements what they do Or it's a bonus. And the point being, because it's a first time customer, you give them a discount on it and you you peel off a little bit for this person as your joint venture partner, revenue share partner, whatever you want to call it, affiliate, whatever whatever floats your boat. But the point is you generate a first time customer for pennies on the dollar because you have an offer going out to their paid customers. That's done all the time, ladies and gentlemen, you and I should be doing it, too. That is Please true. tell me these strategies They're not you're not too good for these strategies Okay, you're not with your nose and oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. You've probably done it I bet nine to donuts. You've got to order from some like have you never opened your cable bill and noticed There's some kind of offer in there <laughs> Hello Okay, that should be now obviously, we, you know, we don't have a pleasure of working with cable But the point is there are vendors in your area right now That you could be cross-promoting or doing these kind of joint ventures with making extra money and there's ladies and gentlemen like i said seven plus three eight plus two nine plus one 12 minus two 40 minus 20 divided by two there's a ton of ways to get there that's what i'm trying to help you see there's a ton of ways to get there you just got to be open mentally once you're open You're going to look around as if you got the 3D glasses on and say, look, there's a potential opportunity there. There's a potential opportunity there. How come I didn't see this before? And I'm going to warn you about something. You cannot think this way and no offense. Remain around the same entrepreneurs you're around. now. It won't work. You've got to get around the men and women who are proactively thinking and just start implementing as best you can when you start what they're doing. Okay, if they're doing it on a hundred thousand level or seven figure level or eight, you just work it back till it's where you are right now. And you just go forward. And like I said, I'm saying seven plus three. You may not be able to do seven plus three, but you might be able to do eight plus two or nine plus one or six plus four or five plus two plus three. That's what I'm trying to get you to understand. You are potentially sitting. On a gold mine. Your front end could be another business's back end. Another business's front end can be your back end. I guarantee you, within a 10 block radius, you got enough potential joint venture partners to put an additional six or seven figures gross profit in your business in the next two or three years if you get open and you get busy. So we're here to try to push you to get busy.
1: Yes. Yes. Um, Mr. Mike, thank you so much. You basically answered it all. But uh, we do have some few questions that I want us to address. I'm going to put it on the screen for you. It says, um, basically, let me get right to the question. She said, for a startup, one of the biggest costs is rent for the business location and stocking up. Any tips on how to tackle that?
2: Excellent question. A couple of things, if it makes sense. See if you can get some of your uh, merchandise on consignment. This is a good way to, to, uh, if you're undercapitalized when you're starting out, you can still get the goods out to the the, uh, public and you can still generate that all important first time purchase. And then the back end is that they come back and now you don't have to worry about as much the upfront cost of trying to acquire a customer. Whether you know it or not, ladies and gentlemen, typically it costs you 500% more. Me and you, everybody now when I say that, to purchase a first-time, or acquire, I should say, a first-time customer or client, as opposed to doing something creative like consignment. And by the same token, doing you doing consignment with your stuff in another non-directly completing uh, vendor's place. This is a great way to build your cash flow, but more importantly, build your customer base. They can still generate referrals. They can still give you testimonials. It's just that when you're first starting out, don't let the lack of capital or what you think is a lack of capital be the main obstacle. Figure out, like I said, I said eight plus two, seven plus three, nine plus one. Figure out another way to do it. And I guarantee you, you'll come up with something. That's an excellent question.
1: Yeah and um they also asked this question customer retention which is what i really wanted to ask you to but she asks, uh, what is the biggest tips to draw and retain customers for online business No, go, i'm go gonna ahead. tell
2: you a story that seth golden i don't know if you know that name tells here's what people forget about online marketing ladies and gentlemen think of um uh, the first time you met somebody let's you're significant other. did you two get married off the first date <laughs> Nobody does that. No. When somebody comes to your website for the very first time, especially cold traffic, I mean cold traffic, they have no idea who you are. You should be trying to build a list first. So, in other words, you offer something as an ethical bribe, an inducement, a preview, a giveaway. And don't be cheesy. Put yourself on the other side and say, What would I like that if I came to this website, if they offered it to me, I'd be willing to part with my first name? And my uh, best email address. Build rapport first, date, then propose marriage. The sale. So don't just send people strictly to a sales page because that's like going up to a complete stranger. And say, will you marry me? And they're like, what are you talking? About? I don't even know you. You know, <laughs> that's a big mistake. You see, so you don't want to do that. Yes. You need. Oh, here's the other thing. I hate saying this, but there are some auto responders who they're free and they let you do everything, but they don't have the functionality. You need You need a paid autoresponder service. And I'm not here to stomp for any particular one because the reputable ones are all good. They all pretty much do the same thing. There's some super advanced ones, but you don't need that in the beginning. The point is you need a paid reputable email autoresponder. If you're going to use email or text message, but you need to be like the free drawing, even online that'll work. You need something to give away to start the conversation and start building the relationship.
1: That is so true. So um, we have come to the end of this topic, and uh, and I'm glad and I'm glad you guys were able to join. And uh, Mr. Mark, where can they reach you if they're trying to get more information?
2: If you'd like to drop by my house, ladies and gentlemen, you see the website on the screen there. And in case you don't see it, it's <laughs> you, Y-O-U, can market online now don't forget the now my brother always does you can marketonlinenow.com that's my blog i invite you to come by there check it out i guarantee you if you are a profit seeking entrepreneur you will find plenty of how to case studies information and you can always get in contact with me on the contact page of my blog if you need to ladies and gentlemen this has been a pleasure and i thank you so much for allowing me to come on and be one of your guests i really had a blast here
1: No, thank you so much, Mr. Marketing, um, for being a guest on my show. I and my people, I will say, if if I can say on behalf of everyone, we enjoy having you on the show and we appreciate your time and effort that you put on answering all all our questions and educating us about business. I believe um, my listeners and the viewers are motivated by your stories and wealth of knowledge that you share to start whatever business opportunities that might be, you know, knocking on our doors. Okay. So on behalf of all of us, I say thank you. And for the listeners, the podcast listeners, I will have the website, uh, Mark's website on the description of the episode. So find it there so it can take you, it will be a direct link that will take you directly to his website. I think that's a blog, right?
2: Yes, correct.
1: Yes, it will take you to the blog, and then from there, you get other information. He's also on LinkedIn. What is your LinkedIn name?
2: I think it's linkedin.com. Ask Mr. Marketing, but you know, don't don't bother trying to get me on LinkedIn, just come straight to my blog.
1: (laughs) Awesome! So, yeah, that one would be a one stop shop. So, just go to the blog, the website will be on the description of the podcast of, of the episode. So, um, thank you so much, Mr. Mike. All right, guys, um, thank you guys so much for joining me, uh, for listening and watching to this live show. And I hope to see you guys back here again in two weeks, which is July 25, to talk about, to discuss another hot topic on entrepreneur. Okay. Thank you. And do have a wonderful rest of your day. And this is your host, Connie, signing out. Bye-bye.